Welcome to the Bards FM Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to the Fourth Reich Comedy Hour. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Tuesday, December, September 27th, live from South Lake Tahoe as I make my way home. This has been a great trip, pretty amazing time all the way through, and some beautiful country today as I was driving on the edge of Death Valley and all through some very desolate areas, very little cell signal out there. You kind of feel like you're back in some sort of rural areas in Afghanistan. In fact, so many areas look like Afghanistan, it's unbelievable. Before we begin tonight, we are in some very treacherous, treacherous times, and the economy is very unstable. They are making lots of predictions on how far the stock market's going to fall, including down to 25000 on the Dow and lower in the next few weeks. So, Patriots, you need to do everything you can to preserve your wealth, and that's why we have Birch Gold. The last time we went through a recession, there were stocks that literally went to zero. Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, Chrysler, multiple blue-chip stocks went to little or no value almost overnight. Could that happen again? And if it did... Are your savings protected? Why not own something that has never been valued at zero? Gold. Historically, your best hedge against inflation, which is racing out of control as we speak. The savviest Americans diversify their savings to protect them from the downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling dollar. Do you? Birch Gold Group helps you hold gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. In fact, if you have a 401k or IRA that's underperforming, just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898, and you can convert that into an IRA in precious metals right now. Text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on diversifying into gold tax-free. Hedge against inflation. Protect your hard-earned money. Get your free info kit by texting BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 today. And that's texting BARDS to 989898 to Birch Gold, and you will get your packet. You will not be disappointed. Patriots, there's some some pretty crazy times, and I want to begin today just to, with a perspective from a guy I like a lot on on, on TikTok. Um, he's so snarky. But take a listen to what he's talking about in the market. It's pretty important. Hey, what's up, America? So did you hear the news? The Great Reset's about to start. Check it out. The stock market has dropped 20% and the bears are coming to rip your finances right out of their own assholes. And on top of that, the market in the UK and Europe is tumbling. The pound is worth almost as much as the dollar exactly. That's fucking unprecedented. Wow, holy shit. On top of that, the housing market is absolutely in the toilet. Minimum 20% down in just a month. That is fucking atrocious. 
And to add insult to injury, they're increasing interest rates, which isn't inherently bad in itself, but our government says it's going to cost jobs, lots of jobs, and there's nothing they can do about it coming up in the near future. I'm assuming after the fourth quarter's over with. So this is going to either be an awesome time to buy the dip or you're going to lose your ass. <laughs> he just kind of put it raw there, I'm telling you right now. This is a dangerous time if you've got money in the market. I'm dead serious. And that's why we've talked so much about getting stuff. And I'm not an investment advisor. I don't wear a white coat. I don't play a doctor on TV, all that nonsense. But here's, here's the bottom line. In my opinion, if you're not putting your, in your money into hard assets, and that would be gold, silver, property, and even things that you can use and trade, it's going to be very dangerous. They're really trying to stoke the fears of things. And with that, there's also intentional anticipation of all sorts of foreshadowing, of sorts of rioting and food shortages, which brings me to yet something else you need to know about, which is iTarget. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. itargetpro.com, great thing to have. You got to keep your martial skills up no matter what you are where you're standing, this time is going to get a little dicey. We want to make sure that our homes are safe and protected. And you're going to see what they're starting to do. Listen to this piece. Hillary surfaced. I didn't know she was still alive. Maybe it's her clone, but it looked like the old Hillary. As ragged worn as she used to be and as ugly as she's ever been, the witch. But listen to what they're doing here. And they're really trying to frame this narrative coming out. Remember, they project who they are. It's very important. And they're trying to project who they are onto all of Trump supporters. They're telling me that we just got some fresh new sound from Hillary Clinton. I don't know what the sound is, but apparently it's pretty provocative. Let's Not listen. The sound of music. I remember as a as a young student, you know, trying to figure out how did people get basically um, drawn in by Hitler? How did that happen? And I'd watch newsreels and I'd see this guy standing up there ranting and raving and people shouting and raising their arms. I thought, what's happened to these people? Why did they believe that? You saw the rally in Ohio the other night. Trump is there ranting and raving for uh, more than an hour and you have these rows of young men with their arms raised. Yeah, arms raised, one finger in the air praying. That was stupid, Hillary. Thanks. She's such a witch. I can't say more than that and it'll still be legal. But I'm telling you, the day that she swings from the gallows, I'll be right there in the front row watching. That woman is dangerous. And these people are dangerous. They're manipulative and they are psychopathic liars. And they will do anything to retain power, including killing children, women, elderly, anything they need to do to retain their power. They do not care. And that's what they're in the process of right now. Now, take a listen to this. This happened today. 
and it's it's important to we'll talk more about it. But here's the Nord Stream pipeline, which is Russia's pipeline to Germany, was a, I believe it's going to Germany. It's just their pipeline to carry uh, fuel or natural gas was sabotaged. Take a listen to this. Hi, everyone. About a minute on the apparent sabotage of the Nord Stream pipeline. Uh, you may have heard about this. It happened just in the last few hours, uh, but there were two pipelines, the Nord Stream 1 and the Nord Stream 2 gas pipelines. Uh, the Nord Stream 1, as you probably heard, this gas pipeline carries gas from Russia into Europe. It's been a key supplier of gas into the European market now for several years. Well, it appears that flow is going to be cut off for a very long time because of this uh, latest attack. Now, who's responsible? We don't know. Uh, why did they do it? We don't know. Uh, the sabotage occurred in on the pipeline at about 70 meters of water, meaning it could have been done by a submarine, could have been done by divers. Uh, we simply don't know. Uh, but the explosion, according to seismic data, the, Swe uh, the Swedish government has released data indicating the explosion was the equivalent of 100 kilos or more of dynamite. This wasn't an accident. This was sabotage. Um, and it's an escalation of the energy war between Russia and Europe. Um, and unfortunately, consumers are going again going to pay the price uh, this is just yet more bad news coming out of Europe with regard to security of energy supplies, uh, and it's not going to get better anytime soon. Now, if you the headline today in actually not too long ago, it was posted at 2 p.m. today at, on Zero Hedge, states U.S. blew up Russian Russian gas pipelines Nord Stream one and two, says former Polish defense minister. That would be Radek Sikorsky. He has, he has stated that the U.S. did it, and it was likely a CIA operation. This is really what you're seeing here in the Ukraine is a CIA war, and they're waging that war. And it's it's pretty stunning to me. I, I, don't, I can't confirm anything of whether U.S. special operations are involved. It wouldn't surprise me to some degree because they're, they tend to be swept into these things, very mission-driven. But you can be assured that the CIA has its dirty paws all in this thing with its contracted elements that are hired mercenaries that are on the ground training and, and killing Russians. This is an escalation of war. What they're trying to do, because what, and this is my assessment, is that we lack the, the keys to the nuclear codes and the, the keys to the nuclear arsenal, which are the nuclear codes, are not in the current control of the Biden administration. In fact, there's a pretty good argument to make that that's what they were looking for when they went to Mar-a-Lago, was... Were the, were the codes that would allow them access. Because I think they may have the football, but they don't have the codes. The codes are being held in Cheyenne Mountain, from what I can understand. And that being said, that there, you, this is the separation of the two governments that we have right now. It's a very critical and dangerous time. And what you're looking at here is an SES class, which is the Senior Executive Service, and I'm going to play a piece on that in just a minute, that has been elected nominated and and uh, hired by congress outside of the control of the people they are ta they've seized control of the government and they're waging war against the world and they don't have the nuclear codes to launch a nuclear strike against russia or whatever else they want to do so the next best thing is to provoke russia to a nuclear strike so they're making strategic hits like wiping out a strategic pipeline and sabotaging it and we're doing that to trying to provoke Russia into a deeper war. This is part of the game and the brinksmanship that we're in right now. It's dangerous. And it's where you're going to have to really, I will mean this, keep your prayers up for, for rational minds because there's a lot of stupid people involved right now. And 
in the end, I really hope to see a lot of gallows. That's all I'm going to say on that because I really hope that there's a lot of people swinging in the wind. Let me play this piece here. Uh, real interesting. Give me just a second to bring it up, but it's a it's a real interesting perspective on um, the at the SCS class. As soon as I find it, um, but it's this is what they have been working on. I think this is it here. Let me let me see if this is it. Hey you. Yeah, this hey, is yeah. it. Do you remember that time we had that theory? about a deep state and it was an organization that ran the government behind the scenes. We were all told we were crazy. Well, listen to this. They made it quite clear. They want to eliminate what they call the deep state. The deep state is a cadre of professionals dedicated to honoring the Constitution the laws of this country and carrying out the policies of the Congress and the president. Don't you just love when they say the quiet parts out loud? Now listen to what else he has to say. And a majority of the Congress of the United States, both parties, thought that it was in the interest of citizens to have a professional cadre of employees, not subject to political pressure or whim, or edict, but subject to following the law and carrying out the policies of this country. So a majority of the Congress decided that they would take the powers that the people elected and hand them off to a cadre of professionals to secure our freedoms. I don't remember that being a part of the Constitution. I don't remember that being a part of the foundation of this country. But here you have it, right from the horse's ass, I mean the horse's mouth. We must guard against a future president taking that dangerous step of making them employees at will. So he continued on to tell us what we have to guard against. So we have to guard against the course of action that they chose to put in place without the American people's knowledge to protect ourselves. This is the kind of people we're dealing with here. Keep that in mind when you go to the polls. Frankly, we've had a very stark example of a president whose will was inconsistent with American principles. American principles are that Congress has dedicated the control of the government to a group of people that were not elected. That's the Senior Executive Service. The Senior Executive Service, also known as SES class, are people that once they get into those positions, they cannot be fired. They are like tenured professors, but worse. And they're protected class. They are there as long as they need to be. And they are always, they can, they're classified as the continuity of government group. These people have all the power of decisions behind the scenes. And so really, it doesn't matter who you vote for in president. As long as they are there, they will always have the ability to run the end around on the president and the end around on Congress. They are the ones that make the bridge to corporate lobbyists and all these other connections that they are essentially the power brokers for the government. So, and that's the deep state government. They're not in our favor. And that's who has control. And it's been admitted. That was a speech in Congress by one of the Democrats. 
Okay. So someone just asked, and I saw it on chat, and it's worth mentioning. They said it doesn't make sense while the Nord Stream pipeline would go down. It hurts Europe more. Exactly. I think you're missing the point here. You see, in order to consolidate power, the deep state has to break the West to bring people under its allegiance. Right now, we're very free-minded. And if they can continue to escalate the fight and continue to point the finger at Russia for the variety of things, all of the realities that we're currently seeing will be shortly forgotten when people are cold, hungry, and in desperation for, for money. The economies are tanking. The fuel is going to be expensive or short or both, and food will be shortage. Why is that important? Because then people's will gets broken, and where do they turn to be saved? They turn to the government, and the government is here to help, in quotations. So they're going to be offering the UBI, the additional shots, the additional things that are required to keep everybody under a surveillance-type mindset. And as they control the narrative more and more and people dig deeper into that for the desperation of basic survival, they will give up their rational, what's left of their rational mind, and they will simply become drones in which the consolidation of power is complete and then they have the willful idiots to go fight China and Russia. This is about perpetual and constant war and the destruction of people. Remember, there is an elite class, which President Putin, if you've listened to his latest speech, is definitely targeting and it's important to really pay attention to that because he, he is being very clear on his intentions. Take a listen to this. He says, I want ordinary Western people to hear me too. You are being persistently told that your current difficulties are the result of Russia's hostile actions. And that you have to pay for the efforts to counter the alleged Russian threat from your own pockets. All of that is a lie. The truth is that the problems faced by millions of people in the West are the result of many years of actions by the ruling elite and of your, uh, of your respective countries. Their mistakes, short-sighted policies and ambitions, this elite is not thinking about how to improve the lives of their citizens in Western countries. They are obsessed with their own self-serving interests and super profits. This can be seen in the data provided by international organizations, which clearly show the social problems, even in leading Western countries, have been exacerbated in recent years. That inequality and the gap between rich and poor is widening, and racial and ethnic conflicts, conflicts are making themselves felt. The myth of Western welfare society, the so-called golden billion, is crumbling. To reiterate, the whole planet is now paying for the West's ambition and the West's attempt to maintain its elusive dominance. I like that phrase, elusive dominance, by any means necessary, he concludes. He's right. The real thing to understand is that, like every war throughout all of history, this is not a conflict between the people of America and the people of Russia. This is a war being waged by those in power in America against the American people while simultaneously using the American people as their pawns to wage war against their international uh, compatriots on the other side to create trillions of dollars in profit, enslave the entire planet, and to act like this is all just happening by accident. Please don't fall for it. It's on purpose, and we can counteract it. Yeah, don't fall for these narratives, seriously. And don't waste any time in fear. I mean, these people are, they're just despicable. 
and we're seeing the true face of who they are. And that's part of this gift of this time is we're literally able to see what they're doing and what's there. It is stressful as you watch it because we don't have a direct line to stopping it. Not yet anyway, because we don't have a million people yet armed, ready to take on DC, which would solve part of the problem, but not all of it. And I'll give you an example of this today. When I drove from Las Vegas to, uh, to South Lake Tahoe, I drove by a portion of area 51 on the outer edge and probably other stuff. And there's other military bases there and there's other research facilities there. I have no idea what they're there for, but that's what I was going through. My mind is how none of these are really known. And yet I don't know what dark arts they're pulling off there in the bowels of those facilities. This is an extremely big and massive fight that's waging some very dark and evil minds against humanity because their goal is ultimately to destroy anybody that opposes them and to enslave the rest that are willful and stupid enough to follow their, their line. And this is, again, where our faith comes in so strong because as long as we're keeping our allegiance and focus on Christ and Christ to the Father, we will never bow to them no matter the cost because we've already won that part. And that means they have no control. They can threaten, they can torture, they can do whatever. If you let those things get into your mind, you're going to be weakened, so don't. It's what they want you to believe, that they, they cannot be defeated. They can be defeated. They're weak and feckless in the end of the day. But something has stirred them up, and that something is Ukraine. Take a listen to this piece from the British representative at the UN on Ukraine. They are... Ukraine has really got the elite shaken. The Ukrainians aren't just defending their own country. They're defending our values and the security of the whole world. That's why we must act. That's why the UK will, set, will spend 3% of GDP on defence by 2030, maintaining our position as the leading security actor in Europe. And that's why, at this crucial moment in the conflict, I pledge that we will sustain or increase our military support to Ukraine for as long as it takes. New UK weapons are arriving in Ukraine as I speak, including more MRLS rockets. We will not rest until Ukraine prevails. And that's what's bizarre, unless we start to realize that Ukraine is the hub of their power and their power has always been the Nazis. So we see that the Nazis, which also link us to the Kazarian Mafia, which are also known as the Red Jews, these, this whole group of people, the same group of people, have just been an evil tribe in, in bloodline that has always sought to destroy humanity. They've just managed to infect more and spread their cancer greater than we've ever imagined. And it's going to be up to us at the local level, we go over this so many times, to root it out and expunge it. It has to be done that way. But the biggest thing that they work on is fear, and we cannot succumb to fear. If you're actually afraid of Vladimir Putin, you're wasting your time. Literally, let me tell you, I'll remind you, one of the smartest leaders in the world is going to start a nuclear war. No, hell no. Come on now, use your freaking brain. Are you serious? If one of those things gets dropped, it's not starting a war, trust me, because nobody wants the end of the world. If one of them gets dropped, it's for a reason. And that reason would be to get you to trust the government when they come and they say, it's not safe here, come with us. 
Okay, you're gonna go with them because you're in shock and fear because a nuke just got dropped. <laughs> and then they'll load you into concentration camps, deplete the population to the point we can't overthrow them. It's not. <laughs> it's not what you think. It's all false narrative. Literally, you guys need to open your heads, clear your minds because you guys just get me laughing over here. I li- <laughs> Y'all be so far gone, it's unreal. Y'all be living in fear for nothing. Because they got a plan and they're good at it. They're good at what they do. Don't trust them. None of them. Never. There's your bottom line. Don't trust any of them ever. The government is not to be trusted. Politicians, not to be trusted. And you should know that by now. We should all know that by now. But I'll tell you what's really interesting is when we start to dig into the Nazis, how all of this goes back to the Nazis. Here's an interesting piece that Dr. Lee Merritt posted. Take a listen. Nazi Germany had a plan to sexualize America's children. A Nazi German scientist started working with Alfred Kinsey in the U.S., the Kinsey Institute. The great sex researcher of the 1950s. Absolutely. And this is a man who performed sexual acts on six-week-old babies, boys, and then wrote that every child wants to be sexual. And he interviewed pedophiles and asked pedophiles, what do you think a child wants? It's a completely flawed work, Mm -hmm. but we have built America's sexual foundation. Every book, every viewer read when they grew up was based off of Kinsey's work, all our curriculums. Hugh Hefner was a subject of Alfred Kinsey. I didn't. Kinsey met Hefner at a college campus, and and Hefner was, was still a virgin at the time, and he groomed Hefner and he said, look, through publication and pornography, we can desensitize the American male. It's, it is a planned, systemic, and systematic attack on, on God's purpose for sexuality. Isn't that something? So, men, if you're out there and you're watching porn, <laughs> you're being desensitized and turning into worthless cucks. So don't. Stop watching porn. It's, uh, it's not doing anything positive for you except turning you into weak and worthlessness in the society. And it was by design. And that's the whole thing is we start to see back. And where does this take us again? Project Operation Paperclip. It takes us to the influx of the Nazis in the early pre-World War period, which there was a massive Nazi party up in New York, which few people realize. And it was big and it was active and it was public. And then after World War II, with the CIA now pretty much infiltrated by a Jesuit order, they brought over the Nazis in Operation Paperclip, not a few, and probably not just 3,000. They brought them over and they gave them outright access to any placement they wanted without any restrictions or oversight to build their Fourth Reich, essentially. And that's what we are now. We are the Fourth Reich. And that's the hard red pill. But it's going to be we the people that make the decision to overthrow this tyrannical government, i.e. Fourth Reich, or we succumb to it. And there's really no middle ground here because they're not playing and we are definitely not in a place where we can play either. But what's really interesting is the narrative is seeming to crack. Take a listen to this short piece here of a real big slip by an MSNBC interviewer that was talking to Pistaki. Vast numbers of Americans feel like basic freedoms are being infringed upon. And oh, by the way, Donald Trump is still the, in some ways, not, he's not the president of the United States. In his mind, he may be. Oh, she tried to cover that one fast, but apparently they're aware of the pressure. 
because we know this thing was stolen. That's not even a question. It was stolen. And it was stolen. And what's interesting is the more we dig into how bad this is, this is a global network, again, of Nazis. And I think really when you start to look at across the board, you can start to be pretty honest and start to say that when it says the United UN, any time you see N, it's probably more reference to some form of Nazism. So NATO is the Nazi Atlantic Treaty Organization. And if you're going to talk about the United Nations, those are all reference to Nazi nations and Nazi or Nazi controlled. And that's the backbone to the banking system. And where did most of the Nazis migrate? They migrated into European banking. So there should be no surprise here. And that, that history you can go do yourself. I mean, it's right there. So we have literally never, we never ended World War II. It just transitioned into what we are today. And it's only grown more global and it's penetrated more deeply in society. And we have always been the target because we were the free thinkers. We were the nonconformists. And somehow over the last 30, 40 years, we have now become the compliant, obedient government subjects that will do anything the government says. And the only way to crack that again, is to realize that the reason that we were the way we were before is we had our eyes on Christ and we were not obedient to any government. We were only obedient to our Lord and Savior. But as they, as they systematically have removed that element in our society, they have deeply, deeply weakened us and we have now continued to succumb to whatever the government says. Now, if you're interested, I mean, if you're curious if they have anything, any good in mind for you, take a listen to this piece on Fed interest rates because they're going up and there's a good reason they're going up. Federal Reserve just massively increased interest rates and indicated that they're going to do it again soon. Let me tell you what's happening from a banker's point of view. The Federal Reserve is intentionally slowing down the economy, essentially raising interest rates at the most critical points so that we can afford less and the economic activity slows down. The reason that they are doing this is to cover up the effects of inflation. And so by grinding the economy to a halt, by raising interest rates rapidly at critical points, the effects of inflation can be spread out from over one year to over five years. So yes, we will see massive inflations over the next five years. And this isn't theory, this is their own words. Uh, Citibank's talking about this, Wells Fargo's talking about this, Goldman Sachs is talking about this. The consensus is, the Federal Reserve is going to intentionally cause a recession so that we're not able to buy stuff. And if we can't buy stuff, we can't drive up the price of stuff. That masks inflation and gets them off the hook for printing a lot of money and giving it to their friends in the banking industry and financial industry. So sorry to sound a little cynical, but that's the truth. I'll take cynical for truth. And that's the bottom line. But they're after everything that, that would make us healthy and they're targeting the innocence to make sure that they're sick or they die. So here's the next piece here. This is something that's been cooking in Congress. I didn't even know about till it came up. They're in the process right now of regulating supplements, meaning FDA controls them so that you can't simply get them because they know that the supplements in a variety of ways, the vitamins, and they've been trying to do this because they know that they keep people healthy and that when they, it keeps them away from things like vaccines. Here's a new one no one's talking about. Oh wait, it's actually not new. It's just hidden. And they're voting on it at the end of the month. 
the Senate will be voting on a bill that for your safety, because they're so concerned over what we are taking to prevent the you know what, they want all supplements and vitamins, cosmetics to be listed with the FDA. Now they're not concerned what's in the you know what that they mandated. They're concerned with what you take to prevent the you know what. Yes, they have been trying for years to pass this unsuccessfully, thankfully, but they're extremely close this year because they have slid it into another bill. The only thing we could do at this point is to raise the alarm, forward this to whoever you can, and everybody email your local senator. They need to strongly oppose this. Again, no matter what, they have to pass this certain bill that they snuck it into at the end of September, which has to do, I believe, with pharmaceuticals, but they need to check the wording. If we give them control over this, we are done. They took our food supply. We have GMO in everything. And now we're going to give them control over our supplements and vitamins. <sighs> so as they try to regulate supplements and vitamins and they're bringing out more boosters, I've seen a bunch of billboards as I've driven around on the new booster that everybody's out. Then you have the darkest of dark. If you remember, I ran this piece just a few days ago on rainbow fentanyl, which is rainbow colored fentanyl that kids think is candy and they're taking it and they're dying. Well, now the alert has come out that they're finding fentanyl in food disguised as candy coming up for Halloween. This is truly a harvest of the satanic order. So I'm telling you, if you are going to be dumb enough, and I'm sorry if this offends you. No, I'm not sorry to offend you because I'm just going to be blunt like I normally am. If you're going to be dumb enough to let your kids be participant in a satanic ritual of Halloween and allow them to go around door to door with people they don't know and receive candy and then potentially consume things that are fentanyl laced. This happened in the 60s when I was in California when people were putting heroin, LSD, and razor blades thinking it was cute to do that to kids. That's sick people. Now we're seeing fentanyl, which kills almost instantly. So I'm telling you, this is just another escalation of the spiritual war, and it's no accident that it's going to be focused again on Halloween, which is their ritual. So it is really important that we get the word out to parents, get the word out to kids. They have to be aware. Uh, and there's just still so many people walking around in this purple haze, not even realizing what's going on. And it's very, very real. And so as they're doing, as we're seeing this stuff coming across our border and we're kind of wondering, well, where is it coming from? And we're seeing these continued variants and injections being offered. We start to get a glimpse of how sophisticated this system is when we start to look again at Ukraine and understand Who's been funding what? Take a listen to this. United States, in particular the investment fund Rosemont Seneca, which is headed by Hunter Biden, 
Rosemont Seneca Partners is the firm tied to Hunter Biden, the U.S. president's son. And the Russian defense ministry is listing uh, financial entities that are involved in these bio labs in Ukraine. Now, they also listed George Soros's Open Society Institute uh, and Open Society Foundations, uh, which are also involved with them, and uh, as well as the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine and the Ministry of Health of Ukraine uh, and the U.S. Department of Threat Reduction. Um, all of them seem to be tied in with these bio labs. Um, and it appears that, uh, that that Rosemont Seneca Partners, uh, the reason that they would be involved is because they have a relationship with Metabiota and Black and & Veatch, which are main suppliers of Pentagon biolab materials. Now, uh, Moscow is also coming forward and saying uh, that it appears these biolabs are connected uh, with institutions uh, and research organizations that are related to nuclear missiles. This is what was said. The scale of the program is impressive. In addition to the military, the U.S. Agencies for International Development, the George Soros Foundation, and the Center for Disease Prevention Control are directly involved in its implementation. Scientific supervision is carried out by leading research organizations, including the Los Alamos National Laboratory, which developed nuclear weapons as part of the Manhattan Project. All these activities are carried out under the full control of the Pentagon. Now, the over 30 biolabs are accused by Russia of being involved in weapons development and trying to develop biological weapons. Now, the USA denies this and insists they are simply research facilities. Um, and we did hear acknowledgement of these facilities' existence from U.S. Undersecretary uh, Victoria Nuland. Ukraine has... Uh biological research facilities. We are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. The fact that, uh, that she expressed this concern about their possibly getting into the hands the fact that she expressed the concerns getting into the hands of Russia is an admittance of how dangerous this stuff is they've been developing. They've been be- developing genomic and weapon systems. And what that means is they've been, able, they've been working on developing strains of biological agents that they can disperse aerial-wise into border Russia areas to kill, out, to kill off full ethnic groups. This is coming from our Pentagon. This is being funded by your taxpayer dollars. So now let's skip to back to the kids and fentanyl. We know fentanyl's coming across the border and they keep the border open. We know the children are dying from fentanyl and they keep the border open. We have border agents that are not doing their job in the Constitution but obeying the, the rules of the Biden administration. Those border agents that are not doing their job to protect this country by the Constitution need to have, find a noose to start getting ready to hang on because I don't care if it's your damn job. Your job, first and foremost, is the Constitution and the protection of the people of this nation. You took an oath, live by it or die by it. The problem we have right now is we have way too many people that are weak, that are afraid to stand up and unwilling to violate their job rules in lieu of the first oath that they take, which is always, always the Constitution. So I want you to listen to this piece on Edward Snowden. It makes a very good discussion, and we'll come back to some of this in just a moment. But this is is really solid because it gets into what I just said. 
Edward Snowden is now a citizen of Russia. This, of course, has caused the neocons in the United States to say he's a traitor. He's probably been debriefed. He probably gave more secrets to uh, the Russians than he revealed to the Guardian uh, newspaper 10 years ago. In my opinion, Edward Snowden is an American hero, and he has not renounced his American citizenship. He is still an American citizen. He's willing to come back here if he can get a fair trial. How can he get a fair trial with the way the country, the United States of America, treats people who are whistleblowers and heroes? So Edward Snowden took two oaths. One was to keep secret whatever he learned in his job, first at the CIA, then as an outside contractor for the NSA. He also took the same oath I did when I became a judge to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States, which is the higher oath, to your employer or to the Constitution? Of course, to the Constitution. And he knew that his employer and his colleagues and the federal government under George W. Bush and Barack Obama had mobilized massively to spy on all Americans all the time. The NSA captures every keystroke on your desktop and on your mobile device. You think you've deleted something? Forget about it. The NSA has it. You think you've corrected spelling? Forget about it. They have the original spelling and the corrected spelling. They have access to 100% of the fiber optic materials that are transmitted into the United States, out of the United States, and within the United States. And we would not have known that but for Edward Snowden. He's a loyal American citizen who revealed the crimes of the government. I don't think his becoming a Russian citizen will affect his legal status here because he still embraces his American citizenship and still praises America, as do I. I don't praise the government, but I do praise this country. Agreed. This is a great country, but our government sucks. It's left the people, it's become a tyranny, and it's turned on the people 100%. So as we look at this whole thing and we go back again and again to Ukraine, which is kind of where we started, and we see how much money the Defense Department is pumping into developing offensive systems to wipe out full ethnic groups in Russia. And then we go back to Vietnam and we know that the CIA was shuttling China white heroin in through Mexico using cartels to bring them across the border. We also know that the cartels have been, to a large degree, created by the CIA to run and control South America. You start to see the bigger picture, that this war from within is targeting to lethally kill, maim, and destroy America's youth. And the more that they do that, the more that they can create addicts or mentally, mentally destroyed people from drugs and alcohol, they understand that there's no future, that the only thing that will be left is the immigrants coming in that they can easily control that are already been controlled, many of them, by cartels or are part of cartels. This war is very real, and it's time we get very clear about it, that it's very real. And the biggest problem I have, as you know from the beginning, is we just keep hearing this nonsense about voting. Vote, vote, vote. What does voting actually solve? Now, I'm not telling you not to vote, cast your vote, but don't start putting any weight on it's changing anything because as we heard today in an article in the Gateway Pundit, we've already heard that, the, that everybody on the Hill and the Hill, the, particularly the rhinos, are looking to go back to the way things were, to not impeach Biden, to, to punish Trump, and above all, to change the election so that people don't have much say. 
they have already set out the rules for the new congressional people coming in, laying out the guidelines of what they can and can't say or do. So don't have high expectations that there's going to be any change in the current system because it's not happening, not through that process. And the other thing is there's so much distraction around the elections. It has got people so running down various rabbit holes. We're missing the common sense like we're missing the common sense on most things. Take a listen to Scott Adams here on this. This is really good. Everybody looking for these you know, little bits of evidence of whether this election was stolen or not. It's complete misdirection. You don't need evidence if bullies chase down the witnesses. You're not letting me in? Not, no. Let me say that again. Bullies chased out witnesses in the key cities. So keep that, that fact, just as one little fact. Bullies chased out witnesses to the vote count. The uh, majority inspector threatened to slap me in the face. If you're telling us to leave, we will leave. Yes. Okay. Sergeant, we will leave. Okay. They put cardboard over the windows? Will you let them in? Every fucking thing you say after that doesn't matter. All that matters is it was non-transparent by force. And if you allow yourself to imagine the other stuff matters, you are victim of misinformation and misdirection. There you go. This is what they have done since the election. You have all these different groups trying to tell you to go one way or another, but everyone's not focusing on the simple fact. Witnesses were not allowed to watch the count. That's enough. That's where it stops, right there. The election was rigged. We know that. The election was stolen. We know that. And they've kept everybody busy running around this poll of the election while they keep your eyes away from Ukraine. And so Russia invaded Ukraine. But what's in Ukraine? Well, we knew the connections of Ukraine well before the election because of the Hunter Biden connections. And yet nothing was done. No one said anything. And now we're seeing the billions of dollars flowing in there, which is doing little more than bypassing, passing through Ukraine, paying off a few cronies there, dumping into Swiss bank accounts so that these elected officials have more money and more pad to run and to hide. This war is being waged through our funding. We're funding the war of destruction against ourselves. And they're laughing their ass off at every one of us as we go through their little game and their little maze as we're not seeing what's really happening. And in the meantime, we're losing 4,000 people a week, dropping dead from a vaccine. We're having children being poisoned with fentanyl. We're having children being poisoned with more boosters and mandatory injections and mentally damaged with the perpetual wearing of masks. We have whole armies of parents who are literally brain dead at this point in time, obedient to the government to continue the execution of their own children. And we have elderly that have been cast aside in our old folks' homes, isolated, kids so afraid to go see them that they're dying and withering away and having to make choices on their own based on fear. And naturally, they're going to take the choice which they think is the best because it's hard for anybody to comprehend the fact that your government has gone rogue and become a tyranny against the people. But our founding fathers knew this would happen. 
And that's why they had the Declaration of Independence. Because there is a time when we have a right and a duty to throw off such despotism. And that time is now. Patriots, this is not a time to sit idle. This is a time to be engaged. This is a time to be focused. A time to sharpen your skills. To stay solid in prayer, but be vigilant in all that we do. To speak truth and fight truth and do not stand for anything but truth. This is a time that we have to be heard. They're waging a war. Food, energy, money. They're waging a war using the trusted institutions of legal, political, medical, educational to destroy us. And unless we put a stop to it, we will be destroyed. You can pray and say that God won't have it that way, but unfortunately as a nation we've turned away from God. And so while we need to repent and come to God, we also need to stand at the wall fill the gap, and hold the line. God is with us as we keep our prayers with him. But we have obligations here. And these are the times that this gets very real. So, let's pray. Father, we come to you very humbly tonight as we take a look at the world and its chaos and its insidious evil. And we just pray for the hearts of the many to come to you, turn to you, and take a knee before you to seek repentance for themselves and this nation. Father, this is a time when we carry a great weight. We see the pain with the eyes that you've given us to see. We see the destruction with the eyes you've given us to see. And it weighs heavy on our hearts. And so we also stand here and tell you that we, are, we will stand in the gap. We will raise the sword of the Spirit, and we will fight for whatever it takes in any way you guide us to stand against this evil and to make sure this evil does not prevail. We're at a point, Father, where it's very difficult to trust anyone or anything. Politicians, lawyers, educators, CEOs, you name it. They all seem to have turned and found some sort of bargain with the devil. They've given away their soul. They've walked away from Jesus or they've never had Jesus. And so now all they seek is what benefits themselves at the expense of the many. These are not leaders. They're scum. And they deserve the most ruthless hand of justice that you can deliver. So, Father, we also have a prayer tonight for the delivery of justice to bring the sword to the earth, to crush them. We stand. We will not bow. We will continue to fight. And as we do, we will bring justice to this land. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, Patriots, if you're ever wondering how distorted this new generation can be and how effective the programming of the mind has been to destroy them and to create literally mush for brains, take a listen to this 58 seconds of something about obesity. I still haven't figured out what she's saying, but I thought I'd share it with you anyway. The obesity epidemic isn't real and it shouldn't be an anti-capitalist talking point. When someone unironically references the obesity epidemic or even uses the word obesity, it tells me they really don't know what they're talking about when it comes to fatness. This use of the word obesity stems directly from the BMI, which was created by a eugenicist with no medical training who based the scale only on white bodies and cow math. 
Fatness is not an epidemic. Fat people existed before capitalism and before colonization. Fat phobia is a direct result of anti-blackness, and it has deadly consequences for many groups of indigenous folks and other people of color, as well as fat folks. When you make the obesity epidemic a real symptom of capitalism, you are not only ostracizing fat people from anti-capitalist thinking, but also actively ignoring that the health outcomes related to obesity are more accurately attributed to food deserts and fat phobic discrimination in healthcare. The obesity epidemic was created by Western medicine to avoid addressing the actual causes of health inequity, which is what we as anti-capitalists should be doing. And with that, you now have a glimpse into the great new leadership that rises up through the ranks of educational institutions to lead this nation to a new frontier. (laughs) I don't know what the hell she said. I've listened to that about four times to at least trying to get a thread. And I just decided that whatever that is, that's called Common Core. That's called CRT and Q theory, all queer theory, all packed into one. That's what you get. If you ever doubt it, listen to it again. It's crazy. All right, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, 
the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist, we pray, we stand, we live by the words in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 